Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Bro. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm an old man. Same. Same. Um... With a bad back. <laughs> I don't know if it's a bad back or if it's just it's an old man back. Yeah. Sure. It's a fine line there, I think. 35-year-old <laughs> man back. <laughs> I feel you. What's, like, what's up? What happened? Um, did, you, did you sneeze really hard this morning or something? You know, man, I drove to Chapel Hill on Friday. Ooh, yeah. And uh, it's about two hours, yeah, yeah. you know. Um. But like my back was in a knot the entire time. Like before you left or on the way? Just kind of like my entire 30s. Yeah. <laughs> since <laughs> since when, 12 o'clock. When the clock struck midnight on <laughs> February 10th. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> five years ago. Yeah. Ah, no, man. Um, I don't know, man. I just, like I get up and do like yoga poses and stuff like that, okay. man. And it's okay. not like weird. It's just more for like stretching and yeah, stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah. And um, I didn't this weird. this Thanksgiving break. I think that's where the problem lies. I like how you disclaimed it's not weird. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's not, I dude. Mean, yeah. A lot of people do yoga yeah, no, and hot yoga right. and goat yoga yeah. and cat yoga. Yeah, goat yoga. It's a thing. Yeah, I know. It's, it's amusing. Um, I have been doing that, but I didn't do it over Thanksgiving break because. <clears throat> too much turkey. Too much turkey, bro. Yeah. You get you get enough food in your system. Oh yeah, we we do a big ham. We're we're ham on the holidays type of people. Ham on the holidays. Ham on the holidays. That sounds like a Marvel special right there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we uh, I like like a uh, like the brown sugar honey ham. Yeah. You know we we do a, a humongous one of those. Spiral? Yes, the oh spiral cut ham. Gosh, dude, that sounds amazing. There's still so much in the kitchen. You know what I didn't have? What's that? Spiral ham. I mean, if you would let me know, it could have brought you a little, little bit. All right. Dang um, it. Well, making a ham sandwich at your house tomorrow morning. That's fine. So. That's fine. Uh, don't let your dog eat me. Yeah, so Saturday, speaking of bad old man back. Yeah. Uh, I helped some neighbors move some furniture. That was the me, worst idea. Why'd you open the your boys. door? <laughs> well, they caught me outside, actually. <sighs> Just, they, they they corner you? Yeah. Oh, crap. Nah, they're, they're really nice. They've been there for a while. Okay. They're just moving, like, really moving in now. Oh, nice. So. Been there for seven years and is now deciding Yeah, that. I think they've been there for a couple months now. Oh, cool. And they just had, like, a bunch of stuff in storage that needed mm. to come into the apartment. So, they were like, Storage yeah, we, costs is going up, yeah. so. Yeah, you know, they they were just like, yeah, can you just help us get like the, the with the heavier stuff, obviously, because they're going up some stairs. They live across the little breezeway. And, you know, I looked at the trailer and I got the boys and we just unloaded the whole thing. 
I mean, yeah. We just went hard and unloaded the whole thing, got it done. Might as well. And that's, that's the kind of person I am, though. Like, Yeah, you're a good guy. Like, let's just get in here. Just get it all moving. I'm, just I'm, I'm up with yeah. pants on, so yeah. might as well. Yeah, but it, it took its toll. I bet. Uh, about five minutes after we finished. Oh, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to kind of lay here on the floor. <laughs> just don't, I think it happened like during as well. Don't touch me. Just, I'm just going to be here Yeah, for the right. rest of the day. It's all right. We got bring, all our stuff in. a plate of ham. Got it done pretty quick. We said uh, Matthew and David came and helped. Good deal. Everybody pitched in, but we kind of yanked all the heavier stuff around. Yeah. Um, is what it is. You young trapping lads. Yeah. And you. I was in the truck just kind of <laughs> staging <trip>. things. Yeah. <laughs> I was a supervisor for the day. There you go. There you go. There you go. Good deal, man. Um, <clears throat> well, that sounded like a special day, man. Yeah, it was all right. Bad back and all. Yeah. Yeah. So we got some, there's some nice people. So. Did you uh, check out that James Gunn special? Yes. The Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special? Yes, sir. Presented on Disney Plus, and I didn't. I didn't I remember. I sent you. I was like, "Hey, the the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer's out." And then <laughs> I was like, "I was sitting rock, there." By the way, yeah, I was just sitting there. I was like, "Oh," because I didn't watch the trailer, so I didn't see like no information about it uh, as far as like a release date on it or nothing. Yeah. So I was just like, "All right," and then I got an email while I was at work. It's like, "Hey, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy's out." I think it was. I don't think I was at work. But I was like, oh, well, there you go. All right. That, that plan did not work. Yeah, let's, let's review this and talk about this on the next <laughs> pod, Clyde. Sure, Javi. I don't know why it's out literally right <laughs> no. now, but that's going to get people a taste yeah, yeah. of something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's out. And uh, what were your quick thoughts, man? I don't want to spend too much time on it, but. Yeah, uh, quick thoughts. Uh, very entertaining. Oh, yeah. Um, I like the kind of side characters getting some spotlight. Definitely. Um, Kevin Bacon was awesome. Dude, he always is. The bacon. Yeah. Um, I mean, just the whole thing was just, it was quick and it was fun. And we saw a little bit of everybody. Yeah, man. I think uh, this is a good lead in to the holiday season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that like kind of tickles our fancy, right? But it's but yeah. it's also fun for a large swath of people because actually it's it's weird, right? Because like both of our wives love the Guardians of the Galaxy, right? right. Movies. Um, there's an attraction to this from not just uh, Iron Man, you know, yeah. Captain America fans. Like Guardians of the Galaxy brings in so many different types of people into the fold because of the great tight writing, the family dynamic. Um, They're, they're all hilarious. Uh, Groot is cute. Sometimes creepy, sometimes scary times, sometimes funny times. And you have Bradley Cooper as rocket, which is always (laughs) awesome. Right. Yeah. So just the entire dynamic of, of this team is just fantastic. The things that they go through. Uh, So it brings in a lot of people, man. Um, I loved this story. Yeah. Right. Once again, you said it was quick, uh, very easy, nothing too chaotic or or crazy. Yeah. We just see two, two people just kind of having fun. Even when they're like fighting and stuff, they're still just having the greatest time of their life. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we saw a good Manus scene, I thought, finally giving her a little bit of a spotlight. Yeah. And she actually becomes a big part of the story. Very, yeah. yeah. This She's kind of a driving force as to why they're needing to go steal Kevin Bacon, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, you know, we, we find out that she's uh, closer to the group than first kind of led on and everything, so... Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool, and that's cool um, <clears throat> inclusion into the story, into oh, the definitely. Guardians of the Galaxy stuff. I just love James Gunn's writing, man. Yeah. Right? Like, him just as a writer-director and keeping everything tight is just fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, including, like, we talk about we talked about Kevin Bacon and almost, like, 
every time Peter Quill has <laughs> been on the screen, right? Yeah. There's been some Kevin Bacon hero oh, yeah. reference. And I get it, man. I get cool, it, cool right? Dude. But, like, <laughs> he also, like, infatuated, like, what Kevin Bacon actually did yeah. in these movies, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, he did not kill Jason, uh, the original killer in Friday the 13th. Right. The killer actually killed him, and it was gruesome. Uh, yes, he danced a uh, whole town, but, like, yeah. it was just for that one party, and the town was still a bunch of a-holes. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. Well, like, you know, <laughs> even, like, I believe there was, like, a Tremors line that he that was made one time. Um, but they didn't bring that up here, but, uh, I, I like that, man. Kevin Bacon looked like he had a fantastic fun time in this, man. And like, man, got to get on stage and sing us a couple of Christmas songs, man. Oh yeah. Save Christmas. Yeah. I loved the, uh, the band aspect to it was cool. That was cool. He's like, y'all just, y'all just got these instruments. Yeah, that was super cool. So it's good writing that like only a few writer directors can do. Um and they pull it off, man. The fact yeah. that James Gunn got Kevin Bacon to do this and got like <laughs> uh Bacon's wife, Kara, to like voice like on the phone or whatever, mm-hmm. like that's even cooler, right? So <laughs> um guys, uh start your holiday season off on the right foot. Uh Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special where Mantis and Drax, the Destroyer, yes. who was just, oh, I love Dave Bautista. Yeah. Uh, such a good time. <laughs> he just had such a good time. They go kidnap Kevin Bacon to save Peter's Christmas. Yep. Check it out, guys. Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Violos. In this week's episode, we're discussing trailers for Inside, Emancipation, in our Movie of the Week, Goodbye World. team check our full reactions out of these trailers on our youtube page that you can find on our link tree on our socials not gonna not gonna point this time i'll, I'll, point, I'll, I'll point this time <laughs> it's, it's not gonna work but i'll point uh, all right um we just watched the trailer yeah for was, inside it was interesting willem defoe stars as Nemo, a a high-end art thief, is trapped in a New York penthouse after his heist doesn't go as planned. Locked inside with nothing but priceless works of art, he must use all of his cunning and invention to survive. Uh, Willem Dafoe, man, he just... He just brings the crazy... Naturally, yeah, he's he's a he's an artist, man. He's he's always kind of been that more of the theatrical, real, real theatrical, yeah, kind of guy, yeah. Which is why he plays characters like the Green Goblin so well, right? Just kind of he's kind of able to lose his mind. I feel like whenever he wants to. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Um. Yeah, this one's this one's weird, man. Like he's he's trying to steal some paintings and it's like, is it a trap? Is it get stuck in a trap? Or did he just mess up? Right. Yeah, like you don't know. Um I was thinking like from the title that it was gonna be not even reading the synopsis yet, but like in the title okay, so He's an art thief and he yeah. is doing like an inside man type job, you know? Right, right. Um, That's what I was kind of was thinking too. Like the Spike Lee movie with um, Denzel. Like, like it was going to be something like that. No, this is like <laughs> he messed up something or somebody screwed him over. Yeah. Now he's stuck in this penthouse with all of this and... Like he, he like he tripped a security system. Yeah, yeah, and then they just—I mean, I guess 
Your boy was out of town, so he ain't going to be home for a minute. <laughs> My man is in Ibiza for the entire summer, so. But, but like, he set off. That's what I'm saying. Like, maybe more of a, a trap situation because he set off security alarms, but nobody ever showed up. Yeah. So maybe it's a trap. And, like, his buddy who said, I can't help you is, like, yeah. in on it or does, can't do it. Like, you're not going to come up with any plan yeah, yeah. to get him out? Said, sorry, guy. Yeah. I'm like, only on the phone, so yes. I got to go. <laughs> I'm the guy behind the chair. Yeah. I don't <laughs> go in the field, right? Okay. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. In the chair, I got a computer. I got a headset. That's it. Mm-hmm. Okay. What am I going to do? Lock a, unlock a pick? Like, pick a lock <laughs> or whatever? I can't do that crap. I don't even know what it's called, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so we have Willem Dafoe's inside. I can't, yeah, that's, that's it. Just inside. And Mm -hmm. we will put this on our socials. Um, are you guys a fan of Willem Dafoe? He's a legendary actor. Um, yeah, let us know your thoughts. I am a fan. I am. I am as well, man. But like, I think I can't, unless it's like, I don't. When it comes to Willem Dafoe, man, he kind of, yeah. and I'm not afraid of anything, but he's kind of an intimidating, very scary person just to yeah. look and feel of him. Like, yeah. he can be super cool. Yeah. And he, he has shown that in movies time and time again, that he can be that super coolest guy, like smooth talking in the room. Yeah, and he has, but he has such like a, a strong voice when he talks. And it's intense, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I unless it's like a commercial movie, really. I don't really watch much of him. Right. Um. This one piques my interest. Okay. Good. So we'll see. No guarantees. Right. We shall see. We shall see. Inside, it's gonna be on our socials, guys. Let us know your thoughts. All right. We have Emancipation. Um. Will Smith. Stars as a runaway slave uh, forges through the swamps of Louisiana on a torturous journey to escape plantation owners that nearly killed him. Wow. Yeah. Very uh, powerful stuff. This is uh, definitely once in, you know, this is definitely like an Oscar, going to be an Oscar buzz movie. Right. He's not invited back to the Oscars, so I don't know how that works. Nope, not him. Um, so I think this was one of those like he's already he already like signed the deal to the for this to be like his next movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Apple is Apple TV, it's Apple TV movie that right. they're still holding the deal or whatever to, to do it. Um, I do hope this man that this like this performance kind of gives him maybe not in back to the Oscars, but in back to making movies again. Right. After that Oscar slap that, which he apologized for. And I understand, you know, I'm not yeah, going, I mean, going back know. to that, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, he did slap shit out of him. He, he um, really did. <laughs> yeah, he did. Hopefully, uh, we see the great Will Smith continue to make movies, man. But emancipation, um, a a slave in Louisiana gets away and trying to make it to Baton Rouge where he can be safer. Yeah. This these types of trailers are really hard to to talk about and pick apart, right? Cuz you don't know like you don't know really about like that situation. Yeah. Right. We don't really know. I mean, we can see and we understand the history behind, you know, slave owners and things like that, but we don't connect with it that much because we've never been in that situation. Exactly. So to like talk about and 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 conversate real well on that subject is a difficult thing. It is, man. And the only thing we can go off of really is the visceral look and feel of this movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, it's definitely definitely that way. And it just looks like the screen is going to fill up so much content, right? Yeah. So much, so much is going to happen in this time frame from start to finish of this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like you start with him and then it's just going to expand out. Right. Um, 
into the war to, and into everything. the yeah to the war all, all the other other people who've been through all this in that time coming back uh to fight for their fellow people who are enslaved yeah yeah um this is something i'm definitely going to catch on apple tv plus when it first drops um you know i'm a fan of will smith and right. we watch everything this guy is in might even go back and watch enemy of the state again fantastic christmas movie bro fantastic that's where a, a laugh almost came out because i thought you were going to say the oscars <laughs> <laughs> i really did thought that was that was a joke that was about to happen and i started <laughs> laughing before you finished your statement <laughs> But you know, yeah, guys. So uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. You're good. Definitely uh, might go back and watch Enemy of the State because yeah. you guys still only have like 23 downloads. Yeah, and that don't like that <laughs> episode. You a holes watch. That was one of our better episodes. Yeah, pods. <laughs> Just steady it. Steady under 30. Still. Just steady under 30. Oh boy. Um. Guys, we're going to throw emancipation on our socials. Um, you're ready to see Will Smith back in action in front of the screen. Um, you excited for this type of storytelling from Will Smith? It's something a lot different than he's done before. Yeah. So let us know your thoughts. All right, brother. Let's uh, jump over to our movie of the week. Sounds good, man. Sounds good. All right, team, we have Goodbye World. Uh, this movie dropped in 2013. Uh, just a few other movies that dropped that year is Nymphomaniac, Volume 1, Under the Skin, um, All Hallows' Eve, very, very weird movie, The Internship, fantastic yes, flick, Great. Now You See Me, <laughs> Lone Survivor. Uh, we talked about it before, but About Time. Adore, ours, Captain Phillips. Okay. And uh, the Matt Damon movie, Elysium. Nice. Yeah, that was a that was a wild trip of yeah. a movie there. Yeah. But uh, definitely enjoyable. All right, guys. So, uh, Goodbye World. It is directed by uh, Dennis Henry Henley. It's written by Sarah Adina Smith and also the director, Dennis Henry Henley. Nice. Uh, I did not find a budget or box office. Um, I figured it was some sort of independent situation. Uh, so we'll move on from that. All right. Let's go. Uh, starting this one, we have Carrie Boucher as Lily, Caroline Hervarnas as Becky, Adrian Grenier as James. Gabby Hoffman as Laura, Ben McKenzie as Nick, Scott Mascuti as Lev, Leave? I can't remember how mm-hmm. I'm pronouncing the show. Lev. Uh, Mark Weber as Benji, and McKenna Grace as Hannah. Young McKenna Grace in this. Yes. All right, brother. Uh, go ahead and give us that quick synopsis so we can hop in this. So we got a group of friends slash couples that go to a farmhouse where they end up having a lot of issues with each other through this time. Uh this also brings on this tech breakdown from a computer virus that's been unleashed that can bring down the nation's grid. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> All right, brother. So let's start with this cast here. Sounds good. So we have uh, Carrie Bish as uh, Lily Palmer. She is the wife of James, the mother of Hannah. And she lives in and is on this farm in like Northern California, let's say. Right. Um, and they kind of live remote up there, man. It's just kind of them three on this farmhouse, this farm yeah. land. And that's kind of how they uh, rock and roll and kind of enjoy everything. She's a very interesting character, man, in this where the world is basically ending as they know it as of right now, right? They don't really know what's going on, but she's just like, F it. All of our friends made it to our house. Let's just have a fantastic time. Let's drink and let's party 
and let's eat and let's be merry and let's live it like we're back because they all went to college together, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's live up like we used to do it back in college. And um, that comes at tension sometimes with some people, particularly her husband, James. Yeah. Um, where James is worried about some other stuff that we'll talk about in a few minutes, man. Oh, but yeah. uh, Lily, she's just... She just wants to have a good time. She's drunk most of the movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, she's drunk and high most of the movie. <laughs> and like she's living for it. She loves like eighties and early nineties hip hop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> loves it. Uh, just a fun character, but very intense at times as well. Yeah. Especially with the relations with some of the other characters right. in this in this movie here, man. Uh, we got Caroline. Deverna says, Becky Snyder. Talk to me, brother. Yeah, so Becky here. Becky? Um, she's kind of the outcast a little bit. Yes, good, you know? good word. Uh, she, I don't know, it doesn't really say like, like a big backstory really, but she's just kind of, she's there. She's there with, with Ben. Yeah. And, you know, we found out Ben and, um, Lily used to date were a thing. He was engaged at one point in time. We find out about this whole house situation. That was a mess. Very wild. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so she's just out of the loop really. Yeah. Like, Like she shows up and she's just not like, looking forward to it because she thinks these people hate her. Yeah. Yeah. Off the cuff. Because yeah, yeah. They did back in college. Right. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, she's, uh, she's there. She is in a very messed up situation. She's trying to be, have fun in for Ben. Uh, but it's just all, it's all a mess for her. Right. It Every, really everything is. It's like everything piles on her. You for can, most of the movie. Yeah, so you can kind of tell that, like, she's different from the rest of these friends, right? You can right. tell that these friends are a bunch of, like, liberal progressives, right, living out in California and stuff. Yeah. She's a libertarian. Right. Um. So there's a little bit of, you know, gotcha. headbutting about that. Um. They all smoke weed and want to have a good good time. She's kind of against that at first. Yeah. Um. She doesn't want to just get drunk and everything and just party with them. She's like serious and wants to know what's going on. Yeah. So she's light years different than Lily's character where Lily's like, Hey man, whatever. Yeah. We're, we're here. We're <laughs> stocked up. Whatever. We moved, we moved up here just in case this happens. Exactly. So we're good to go. We are prepared. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but she is definitely, so you can tell that she's like the outsider. That is a good word to use mm-hmm. and she pinpoints herself like that you see little by little that she does kind of especially when the entire group is there she kind of does start like taking off her shield right yeah like, yeah like her armor and just like all right we're, we're here we're in the situation i should just live yeah right yeah. i can't get back to my mom in miami or i can't go anywhere because they're not gonna gas up my vehicle because it's a waste of gas at mm-hmm. this point right there so like I might as well just be here, yeah. But the but the relationships and the things that that happens and occurs definitely unfold, especially between her husband, oh yeah, um, Nick, and everybody else within in the house. Man, <laughs> this is uh very interesting. And you know what? Yeah. I didn't see not not kind of jumping ahead to the end here, but I didn't see her. Uh, doing what she does at the end. Like, I just didn't, mm. I didn't see the appeal, but at the same exact time, they all went to college together. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, that kind of makes sense, <laughs> but it was kind of also at a left field that she would get on his bike and, and go. Uh, we got Adrian Grenier, man. The get, reason why we're even. Mark Weber's Benji Henry's bike. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Didn't, we didn't even mention him. That's what I was just saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we we have not yet. Yeah. We're about to, though. <clears throat> okay. Adrian Grenier as James Palmer. He is the uh, husband of Lily and the father of Hannah, and he is just trying to hold it all together, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's kind of the one that not built the house, but built the 
the stock, the structure yeah, of bi- everything, built yeah. the the whole uh, being able to take care of yourself situation. Prepper, he's hoarder, a doomsday prepper, prepper yes. hoarder, whatever you want to call it. Yes, right. um, this man goes the. Um, I think we prefer prepper. Sure, because uh, he wasn't. It wasn't a mess. He had a nice, nice stock of stuff. I give him that. Yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> say he's hoarder. Like he had that. Um, Really, like where he had all his medicines and yeah, it was yeah. locked into that refrigerator and everything, yeah. and at a certain temperature, and he knew it. Um, no, man, he knew and he accounted for everything, and that's was really cool about his character, man. This is an Adrian Grenier that I was not expecting to see coming off of like Entourage fame and everything, right? But that just okay. shows like that he is actually a good actor, where like Entourage, he played an actor on the show, yeah, and. So he really didn't have to act. Yeah, right? he, he just needed to be like cool and, and 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 sexy. Yeah, and he did that very well. Where everybody else around him acted their a- a- ass off. Not saying he didn't, but he had to do it less than everybody else right. uh, on the show. To see him then jump and do this, right? He is. He's very aware. He's mm-hmm. in it. He's a loving father. Um, is a loving husband but kind of a hard ass to his wife who is yeah. kind of aloof and just wants to have fun sometimes as well. Yeah. So, so they kind of bump heads. And then he's got Nick there. Some tension. <laughs> yeah. The, the ex who yeah. owns part of this house, which he finds out about. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I can understand it'd be a little weird, but weird as shit, you know, yeah, take it out on your wife. That's, that's not, that's not good. That's weird. Yeah. The fact that like they're staying, the fact that like Lily's also like, all right, this is my ex, but like the way they embrace it, it's just long hugs and everything. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. How would that make James feel? Like, yeah, yeah. bro, you're at our house. And, and <laughs> Nick's like, off, no, Nick, Nick's like, no, bro, you're at yeah, my <laughs> house. <laughs> yeah, power, power move, straight power move. Yeah. There. I hug your wife as long as I want to, yeah. damn it. <laughs> she was almost mine, damn yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> your wife in my house. Oh no, <laughs> that's the worst. <laughs> oh man. But no, he is my my favorite character here because you know I I am really attracted to uh, and drawn to like leaders of the group. Okay, right? Because I consider myself usually to be the the leader unless I'm just like slap drunk and you have to take care of me, which. Ain't no leading at, th- at that point, Clyde. So, Javi, take the <laughs> reins. Get us home safe. Yeah. <laughs> Land ho. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's what really drew me to him because he still had fun. Right. He needed to have fun. Yeah. But also was like, yo, we need to really think about this. We're, who knows how long we're going to be here. We're going to start rationing. Right, right. Um, you know, the two military guys come. Don't really know if they were actually ever really in the military. That blew my mind. No like I always thought, like we we were going to find out that they were not, and we never did. But um, that's something I kind of liked about it, right? It kind of left yeah. it like, like just that can happen. Just two guys show up and take your stuff, exactly. Because like they're it, not ready. They just have fatigues on. They just have fatigues, and they yeah. have weapons. Because you yeah. know it's Northern California, and anything goes out there. So. Um, and the, the fact that it's just two guys on horseback, yeah, it was not, not good. Yeah, like where are your orders yeah. at, buddy? Yeah. He's like, these <laughs> 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 <in> my orders, <laughs> right? But like the way that James approached them as well was just like very uh, reminiscent of of a true leader. It's just like, all right, I can do this in a confrontational way, yeah, or I can do this in a very diplomatic way, right? Like, hey. We're not going to let you stay. Here's some to-go bags or whatever. <laughs> Bye. Some to-go bags. Right? So I, I definitely appreciated that because I think that I would have handled it the exact same way. Maybe if I would have had a few brews in me, I probably would have handled it a different way. Right. Um, but I definitely appreciated that, man. And my favorite thing about him in this movie is that how much of a loving father that he was, man. Yeah. Um, Through thick and thin, uh, no matter what, his job was to make sure that his daughter... Uh, Hannah was just always happy in this crazy world in this crazy time. Yeah. All right. Moving forward here, we got Gabby Hoffman, Laura Shepard. Talk to me, brother. Uh, yeah, she was interesting. Very uh, from the get go. <laughs> um, a little mysterious at first, but we kind of find out that she is kind of involved with. 
like um, kind of knowing what's going on somewhat. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really catch it very clear. Now, maybe it's something I just missed about what she actually does for a job. But it was like, um, actually, I think she was in between jobs, right? She was in, in between <laughs> jobs. She did work for a, she was a senior advisor to a uh, U.S. senator. Got that's right. That's that right. she slept with. Yeah, that was the whole thing. So she, you know, one of the first things she does is she kind of embraces it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like when they, when they get uh, kind of get not held up, but at the store, they're kind of like blackmailed kind of thing. Where $1,600 he's like, for a yeah, thing of tampons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she's, so he's like some money and a booby show. She's like, oh, well, everybody's seen it already. <laughs> Might as well. Cash in. <laughs> like, don't you love, like, how J- even even in that scenario, James was just like, oh, I'm sorry that you had to do that. And she was right. like, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> you know everybody's seen him already anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, she kind of turns out to be the, to give too much away, but the, uh, the harder one. Mm-hmm. Like, she's... She's ready to fight. She's gonna do what she got to do. I do. I do like like that. Right where we we need that. If James is gonna be so diplomatic of the group, yeah. Right. We do need a. What's the term? Right. If James is gonna be the scalpel, right. right she's gonna be the hammer. Right. right? And she definitely brought. Oh it. yeah. <laughs> she did. She did. Um, yeah. You gotta have that part. Kind of your your protector. The. Uh, the one who's very conscious of people are terrible. People can be terrible. Yeah. Right. Which they show very well in this movie. Good gosh. Uh, but yeah, she turned out to be a lot more than I expected from the beginning. Cause she kind of stepped in and then kind of moved to the back a little bit and then came back like full force at the end of the movie. I love that. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> All right. We've got Ben McKenzie as uh Nick Boom. Randworth. Um, Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I do like Ben's character in this movie. Uh, Nick comes into the fold once again, married to Laura and loving her, but still in love with Lily. Yeah. Wants to uh, make amends with James, but, you know, thinks James needs to apologize to him. Yeah. And James is notorious for not apologizing, right? <laughs> um, so he doesn't do it. Um, but also, he is a, a guy who is just like, hey, we're in this scenario. What do we do? Yeah. Right? Where you need that type of guy as well. As Lily's just like, let's have a good time and have fun. Laura's like, I need to get out of here. Um, not Laura, sorry. He's married to Becky. Excuse me. Right. Okay. Um, Becky's like, I got to get out of here and go home. Uh, Laura, sh- she's there safe and everything. And James is like taking charge and making sure everybody's okay. Mm-hmm. Right. He's just like a deer in the headlights. Right. He's yeah. just kind of there living and don't really know. <laughs> and the, the closer he gets to his ex-girlfriend, Lily, he's oh, just yeah. like. Ugh. It's a lot. A lot happening. Right. So it's yeah. a lot of emotions happening in a very tight confined place yeah right they have the house and they have the the little house that uh benji stays in and everything but yeah i mean that's just and then with no tech everything's down yeah now you got to worry about soldiers just showing up it's a lot to well, yeah and if you're not used to that kind of life which i i know i'm not right 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 i need my macbook wherever i go <laughs> Sorry, uh, <laughs> it goes with me everywhere yeah. I go. The internet or not, <laughs> <laughs> let me find a McDonald's real quick. Hook up. What's the Wi-Fi password? Yeah, yeah. Ronald. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, you know, but you definitely needed a character like that, man, where he did look lost. And even when James is uh, explaining to him, "Hey, man, I need somebody else to like." After the soldiers come, right? James is trying to show Nick, like, this is how this works. The water pump and everything. Yeah. Like, hey, you need to remember this, like. I need just you to understand case. just in case anything happens to me, right? And have a daughter to protect. Yeah. Right. And, and and Nick is like, what about your wife, Lily? And he's just like, 
I don't have time for that, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. right. So you can tell there's some tension between James and Lily. Yeah. Um, but it is what it is. They're still married. Stuff is gonna happen. Yeah. Um, even though Nick's trying to move in on her. I mean, they, they go pretty far. They go they, pretty far. Yeah. I mean, they make it like out into the woods, like trying to leave, right? Wild. Yeah. Yeah. When when actually, when I mean, Becky actually finds out about it. Um, which, which we're going to talk about here in a little bit. That was, (laughs) damn it, Benji. Um, binge. All right. Uh, let's talk about, uh, Kid Cuddy, Scott Miscuddy. Yeah. Lev Berkowitz. Talk to me, brother. Uh, yeah, he kind of shows up a little later on, right? He's not there like right off the bat. Mm -mm. Um, but he... (laughs) Um, so it's not, it's not a funny situation because he was ready to, to end his life. Yeah. But at the same time, he used this program to send out a mass text messages and pretty much is the one who calls all this. Yeah. He's 50% responsible. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Right. So. Like he opened the door. Yeah. And then it. Set off the chain reaction kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, he he's just hanging out. He's there. And then his story kind of unfolds. Uh, I mean, for an act, for acting, I thought it was pretty good in his role, man. So, yeah. Very, very believable, believable guy. You know, where he looked like he had... Looks like he was on the spectrum a little bit, right? Right. And, and like he went to college with with these guys and hung out was with this group, right? Mm-hmm. And you always need like an somebody who's kind of off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and that's and that was him. Maybe a little Asperger's, something like that. You don't. I don't right. really know. Um, it's not really explained. They kind of just take him under the fold and they don't really talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you can tell that his character was just a little off. We really never got why he was trying to off himself in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Um, we got why he did not, right? Because mm-hmm. he saw, oh, this goodbye world text that I sent to everybody in the world. Um, crap. Yeah, <laughs> this, yeah. uh, this wasn't good. Right. Right. We all said that he's like hyper smart with like tech and he did some contracting work in the Middle East. Right. Um, plugging. In computers, right? That's always code for. I was basically like the tech mainframe for this like international group or whatever in the Middle East, right? I <laughs> yeah, just plug in this computer, you know what I mean? Everybody so, knows that, yeah. um, so that's exactly <laughs> what he did. Yeah. Um, but no, his his character was interesting, man. And you need a catalyst as to if you're trying to explain things, you need a catalyst, right? Yeah. And maybe that was one of the the parts that was interesting, but like didn't really need that in the movie as to the, how this happened. Right. I was expecting just to see friends get together because of the scenario, but us never as an audience never get the why this happened. Right. Like that was not necessary for, for me. Um, but it happened, but also going back up to Lily's character, uh, she's the one once that door was opened, by uh lev she's the one who kind of hacked her way into his computer and kind of oh, yeah, yeah. let her so it was like 50 percent, yeah. you know 50 50 right and they were right. like the bestest of friends it looked like in college right yeah. the mathletes or whatever um the hip-hop troop or whatever so <laughs> she just was trying to hack into his computer just like as a, as a fun type of thing like something that she's always tried to do and she's never got to do it but it just happens that like he sent this text open the this tech whatever portal and she finally hacked in and that hacking in kind of did that. So the people that are responsible for this apocalypse are in this under the same roof that the us that we're in. Right. It's just like, well, yeah. And like you said, I think that could have been left out. Yeah. And it would have still been a pretty good, pretty good show. Yeah. Um, It was just, I think, you don't necessarily want to leave that wide open. And then at the end of the movie, people be like, 
why did that happen though? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you could have not. And some people have been cool with it, but you know, so exactly. Like I was at the point where I was just like, okay, um, just the drama and the tension and the conversations yeah. and the, and the having to discuss, like having the conflict with the two soldier, not soldier guys. Mm-hmm. Like that's enough for me. There's a lot of stuff going on here. Yeah. And then they just kind of talk about this real quick for like five minutes. And it's like, Okay, to the next scene. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and Adrian and Ben just do a good job of keeping that keeping that from being the front man of the show. Yeah. So with the drama, they're the ones driving all that drama. So you hear that and you're like, all right. That's, uh, that's cool, I guess. We'll just have some more crap, but yeah. like we're not going to come back to it though. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're, just, we're just cool with yeah, them just, for the rest of the just movie. Let it go. Just let it go. <laughs> Right. We're like, I don't know how you would handle that with Lev's character, right? Like the man almost tried to commit suicide. He was like yeah. literally seconds away committing suicide. And like, how do you go back and even have like a conversation with him about, yeah. about that? Right. But, um, and then like with Lily, I guess you can like blow up at her, but like she was trying to do some just, you know, easy. She's just trying to get into like Lev's computer. Yeah. Which she's done multiple millions of times. <laughs> Try to do millions of times. It's yeah. never have. And she finally does. So yeah. I, I don't know how you even have a conversation about that when th- all this is happening in the world. Yeah. Right. Martial law and all this stuff. Yeah. So uh, very interesting. All right. We have uh, Mark Weber as Benji Henry. Uh, this guy's cool. Yeah. Benji is a professor at like UC Berkeley or, or somewhere. Uh, drives a bike, motorbike. Yep. So he's a badass, right? And with that, he is kind of a conspiracy theorist, kind of like against the man and <laughs> wants to break down the system and stuff like yeah. that. Um, definitely not a Republican. Definitely not a Libertarian. <laughs> you know, you can just tell straight off the back. Probably doesn't even trust. Democrats, yeah, yeah. right? He just doesn't trust the system at all. Went to jail for like uh, nine or ten years or whatever. Um, but was just kind of weird in the mix of friends. Like right. you, you always have a friend like this as well, right? And you kind of, you kind of start to think when you're writing. Um, not saying that I'm some expert crack writer, but. Um, when you're doing this right and you start to kind of flesh out every character, like, okay, what do they really bring to the table yeah, here? Right. Like yeah. what are they just here just to be here just to kind of fill up some more space and screen time? Or is he going to have a general kind of reason as to, is he going to have a, a through line through the movie? Right. Yeah. I think he's, he's just there as a little, a little pawn. Yeah, like he when you need him, he he's there to kind of step in for some dialogue, true, or step in a little bit to um to to just take the storyline somewhere else. Yeah, because that's what he does. He he's, he talks a little bit and he he pushes things around, basically. Very true. Yeah, I do like it when uh, him and uh, Nick are talking early on in the movie and. Uh, Benji's telling Nick, man, you just got to go for it, man. Whatever it is in life, you just do it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Don't, don't be stuck. Whatever. And then after uh, Nick kisses Lily and they kind of make out, he goes, like, he goes yes. to Benji. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. He, he it goes worked. to Benji. He was like, dude, yes, exactly. He was like, it worked. And Benji's like, what are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. I kiss Lily. He's like, what? Don't put that on me. <laughs> He's like, that's not what I told yeah, yeah, you to yeah. do, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Took that completely wrong. You know, but awesome. <laughs> but yeah, yes, yeah, definitely awesome. Uh, but uses that as like a, a catalyst, I guess, with Becky, right? Because that's who gets on, like, she gets on his bike at the end. Uh, and yeah. But like, yeah. they get close because she helps him out of the, the trap or whatever. But yeah. he feels compelled. Like, what compels you? To tell that that you have no place to even tell that, right? Right, right. Like, I that was weird yeah, to me. I, I don't know. He had he had his he had a reason for his his deal, um, which we I mean he wants to take her away. So. 
Which like, but like, I <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, Becky is is a total hot, hot, hottie, yeah. but you don't really get that vibe because he's almost like, for lack of a better word, shitting on her the entire movie, right? <laughs> Libertarian, like yeah, yeah. this person, that person, you know, uh, Jesus, God, like you know, she's very like religious as well, and play, playground love, man. You know what I mean? It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. We're like, you're. I think you're right, actually. Damn it. It, that he was like playing all these games yeah. where really he might have had a thing for her even back in college. Right. Right? Even because of what? She was like, yeah, you're the guy who was humping the uh, stuffed animals, yeah. right? <laughs> well, it flipped as soon as, um, you know, the Lily and Ben thing went down. Uh, or excuse me, um, Lily and Nick thing went yeah. down. You know, he was like, sweet, now I can move in. Slide on, slide on in there. Wild. Trying to slide into home home base. <laughs> done and done. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's super weird, but like I said, he was just there to kind of to give some direction from the I guess the pieces that were falling apart. Yeah, and help push them along. All right, so we also have uh, a very young uh, McKenna Grace, uh, Hannah Palmer. Uh, the only child in this movie, and uh, she loves her dad, mm-hmm. loves her mom, but definitely is in that phase where she wants her dad more, but also um, loves the daily balloon, the daily bubble. The daily bubble is what <laughs> yeah, it's called, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I was thinking, like, Jeopardy? Like, is this kid, like, when she's first yelling, I'm like, does this kid want Jeopardy to happen? Like, what the right, hell is happening? Right. Yeah, I was unsure about that myself. But, like, really cool concept, though. Yeah. Right? Like, really cool concept that they come back to throughout the movie at least three or four times. Yeah, they're kind of a little ritual. Yeah, the daily. Yeah, I thought that was really cool, man. Um, they also used uh, shots of Hannah sleeping as, and I, I noticed this, right? And this was kind of a, as a transition, right? From day okay. to another scene or whatever. Gotcha, yeah. Like, anytime you saw Hannah sleeping, which you saw that a lot. She was the only child, right? <laughs> the 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 scene moved to a different topic or a different act. Gotcha. Um, a different situation was about to occur, right? Any time that she was sleeping, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of a cool plot device that you kind of use, where you use it once or twice, but every other time you use it, the audience kind of picks up that like, okay, yeah. things are changing. Yeah, yeah, right. Um. We just had all this tension and all this argument, and all this drama, whatever, or maybe even this good good time that just occurred. Yeah. All right, kids sleeping, moving to the next storyline or plot point or whatever. I thought that was really interesting here. Gotcha. All right, man. Um, anybody else you want to talk about? Not really. Yeah, everybody yeah. else. I don't really care about the little college kid girl that came with. Um, Benji or yeah, anybody else there. The one that ruined everything. But that's Literally cool. ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, woman. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, we got sets here. We got Northern California here. And most particularly, we have this, um, th- this farmhouse that James, Lily, and Hannah live on that everybody kind of comes to, man. Yeah. And it's way off the beaten path and very stocked and supplied, man. I thought that was really cool. Um, that was really cool, like atmosphere setting, right? right? I'm a big fan of you put a bunch of people in a room mm-hmm. in a, in a one setting or whatever, and just how much dialogue, how much things kind of like happen and occur under one roof or one setting or one house, yeah. or whatever, man. And this kind of yeah. proves that, and that kind of shows that. And I thought that was really tight device there. Um. I will say the I for it's a low budget movie. You can definitely tell. Um beautifully shot, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, but definitely low budget in regards to what they were working with. Yeah, I mean they're basically in, in the house. Yeah. On the property and then yeah. what, couple of little scenes off off the property. Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean they didn't do nothing. Real special. But even fun, though, because, like, even when we're in the apartment, Lev's apartment, right, right before he, like, shoots, right, right after he was about to shoot himself, yeah. right, 
he kind of looks out the window and like cars are crashing and there's honking and yeah. stuff that's happening. You just look out the window, so you know that's just like audio visual that like the FX team or whatever, whoever did it, like put added in. <laughs> yeah, you're basically yeah, looking yeah. at nothing. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Where yeah. we never got a shot at that, but that's also like good use of being able to save money on that, right? Because yeah. they could have definitely spent money on like a digital effect to do that, but they just use like. Lev looking out the window and those sounds to kind of save that money, but also show like, oh yeah, shit's coming to a weird yeah. apocalypse happening. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. So where they Definitely. use the the shots and in, in the in the blocking and everything of these scenes, um, I think they did that a fantastic job, man. Um, music, I'll I'll say this: music really didn't catch me in this one right no. here. Um, very very boring. In fact, um, nothing. There was a couple of times where they kind of had some hip-hop music playing or whatever, which yeah. was cool. But that was more just character development for Lily's character. Um, nothing really bigger than that, man. Um, if nothing else, man, I guess I can come up with a with a theme here. Yeah. <sighs> let's, uh, let's see. Um, <laughs> with the world ending... The world as you know it ending and the people you love and care about are at arm's length, right? How how will you treat each other, right? How will mm-hmm. you react when drama and tension and, and secrets come out? You know, do you run and hide? Do you, do you fight? Do you get yeah. over things? Um I think that's kind of what the theme of this movie was. It was less about the apocalypse mm-hmm. that was happening and more about the uh, relationships that you kind of get involved with. So I think, yeah. so it's, so it's, so it kind of reminds me, and I've, once again, I've never seen it. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago. I've never seen the walking dead, mm. but if the walking dead didn't have zombies and it was still an ap- apocalypse, right? Yeah. And it was just people kind of living together. Well, that's that's one thing about The Walking Dead is most of it is about people versus people. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. the 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 zombies are uh, a big part of it, but it's about people versus people. I hope they're not like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how how things is creeping in my head sometimes, yeah. man. But I hope it's not not like. F you, man, you slept with my, my wife, blah, 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 blah. Oh, there's a zombie. All right, man, what yeah. I, I tell you about her, but don't do that again, man. Oh, there's another zombie. Uh, right? Like, I hope it's not know, like that. I mean, you know, it's, uh, man. you'll have some, some episodes that are a little, <laughs> little off. But. It's just like, we're going to talk about this after. We're going to talk yeah. about this right now. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, man, that's, that's what it's about, man. I love that it's less about what's going on with the, with the apocalypse and yeah. the world and everything and that. It's different because I guess if this was taking place in a very suburban setting, um, that would be very important to kind of make that center stage with all these mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Uh, but the fact that they take him out of this, and most apocalyptic type movies do, are is like in a town, yeah. is in a is in an urban city or whatever. But this because it's in a farmhouse in Northern California where they are stockpiled, they're good to go. Um, yeah, a lot of times it's it's based on. A lot of people. Yes, in mass exterior and stuff like yeah. that. This was just really tight, and I love right. that they were all, they all knew each other. Yeah. I thought that was really cool at all, man. But really, um, just what are you going to do with these people that you love in your life when you're stuck yeah. together during an apocalypse? All right, team, so that is our conversation about... 2013's Goodbye World. Oh, yeah. JV, first watch? First watch. All right, yeah. man. Give us your uh, thoughts and ratings. Excited to hear this. Yeah. Uh, this was going to get a three out of five buckets Okay, from me. Uh, like we talked about, it, it was a great movie watching the, the characters interact um, and dealing with their problems. Yeah. In Inside of the world of, you know, quote, unquote, an apocalypse. Uh, really, it, I don't know if it was apocalypse yet, but it was getting there. Oh yeah, um, great actors. Uh, 
every scene they did was was awesome. Uh, the dialogue, uh, just understanding the emotions came across very well. Um, not a lot of action, a lot, a lot, a lot of talking, a whole lot of talking. Uh, but I enjoyed the watch. Good deal. Yeah. About you. Good deal, man. Um. So I do love the cast of characters, man. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I told you I've been wanting to do an Adrian Grenier uh, movie for a little bit here. So I, and I decided on this one. This is actually my second watch. I did okay. watch this back in 2013. So it's been a while. So I kind of forgot everything that, that happened. You were you're chasing Adrian Grenier at that point, right? I was, man. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, was, I, was trying, I was trying to be the Ooh. mini chase, man. So... <laughs> Trying to figure out how he did it. I'm going to do it too, damn it. Um, that's what, yeah. Nine years ago, I was a young man. Um, God, I'm so old. Um, <laughs> this damn back of mine. I think about it too. Um, you know, so I definitely wanted to see a movie with him, man. And then you have this great cast. You got Ben McKenzie, uh, a young Kid Cuddy, which is cool, man. Mark Mark Weber. Yeah. Um, I don't know Caroline uh, Davarnas, but Gabby Hoffman's dope as well, man. So you got a good cast character, and their dialogue and their friendship—you can feel like they, even though there's tension, mm-hmm. you know, they're they are friends. They are college friends, um, and they've been through some stuff together, right? So I thought that was really really cool. Um, what I did not like about this movie is they did give us the how it happened, right? Yeah. So that kind of takes the takes the appeal away. Now that we know how it happened, like, is anything else important? Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. At this point, like, that should be center yeah. stage. Like, how the hell did you do this and how the hell do we reverse this? If you're yeah. such a big tech guy and and she's a tech chick or whatever and y'all are the math leads from college or whatever, like, yeah. y'all we- need to figure this out, right? <laughs> yeah, y'all started it. Let's, uh, let's wrap yeah. it up. You just created a security system into like the the storage shed or whatever. Figure yeah, this out, right? Awesome. But like if they if they left that part out, I would have given this a higher rating, a higher buckets of popcorn than I have. Okay. Um, this gets two and a half buckets of popcorn for me, man. Yeah. Uh, love the cast, love the dialogue, love everything that happened. But like just adding that that it was them two. Like mm-hmm. if we found out maybe through the. Like the the TV, right? That the little bit they were watching from just kind of background, you know, like like up. like this happened, and yeah. the president's explaining this. Okay, we have no control, and we have nothing to do with it, so it is what it is. But the fact that the two idiots are literally, and that's what and that's what I love. Becky even said that, like you two idiots <laughs> did this. This yeah, is yeah. your your fault, yeah, right? Yeah, that just ruins it, and it kind of takes yeah. the veil off, right? So you you kind of know. Um, that the Wizard of Oz is just a man at that point, right? Like it's just <laughs> right, right. And yeah. that, and that, and that's upsetting to me. Yeah, because remember, I watched this back in 2013 when it when it came out, and I probably had that same feeling. Now that I'm more versed in movies and how movies flow and character development and, and, and stuff like that, um, you weren't just staring at Adrian Grenier. I was just you know, <laughs> not just staring at him no more. <laughs> now that I'm understanding, that's. It's like a crutch that they didn't have to have. Right, yeah. I said it would have still been a good movie without that little piece of information. Yeah, it would have got three and a half buckets of popcorn yeah. from me, man. Um, but yeah, uh, if, if you like a good, different um, apocalypse-type movie, uh, this is good. But yeah. with that kind of plot device, adding that was unnecessary. That's why I gave it two and a half. All right, team. Like always, we appreciate your love and support here. Uh, thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, Talking Through Goodbye World. Next week, we will be discussing the Shane Black action, comedy, crime, thriller, and Nice Guys. And that's streaming on Netflix. Like always, I am Clyde Smith. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as I am Clyde D. Smith. I am Javier Villalobos. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MrJ8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 